Jay, he was a wild man. Like that dude was crazy. But he had all he had all rights to. Ain't no way LeBron is supposed to just swing his arm and cut him open like he threw some left hook to jam dude in the face. Bro, two games? The dude got suspended (laughs) double what LeBron did. Hey, you know what? This isn't the NFL. This isn't the NHL. There's no repeat offender. It's just violence, and that was a violent act. And even, I mean, UFC rules. If you draw that much blood, it's points. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. Like, that's a 10-8 round because of the blood. Yeah. Miyazaki's giving it to you. And you got to, yeah, you got to suspend Braun a week. At least. Because here's the thing. It wasn't just an elbow. That was not a a shove and an elbow. He set it up. It was his whole, his, like, wrist, arm, all that smack dude straight in the face, cutting him open. And I don't know about you, bro, but I'm hitting LeBron in the face. I'm swinging on LeBron. I'm going to take the 25. I'm going to take the 25 games. I have blood running down my face. Man, I'll tell you what. That dude did not seem scared of LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody is. Nobody is. LeBron's reign of terror is over of this big, bad dude. Nobody cares about you, LeBron. The big, bad wolves are now standing up to you now. Now what? He should have punched you in your face. Did you watch the whole clip? Russ. Yeah. Russ. Come on, Russ. Russ looking (laughs) like the fucking Notre Dame mascot, dude. When he was squared, I'm like, Russ, what are you doing? Did you not see the 38 people in between y'all? Russ, bro, bro Russ, knock your ass out. Russ learned to fight from Street Fighter. That's That's got to be it. <laughs> that boy, Russ. He, I'll, I'll uh, defend LeBron. I'll Conor defend McGregor LeBron. hands. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. That whole thing was insane. It's embarrassing and, for Russ to not to look like someone who doesn't know how to fight, too. Oh, dude, yeah, bro. You can't look like that. You do a lot of woofing for you. Some dude that squares up like this. That ain't it, bro. This ain't it. <laughs> Hope nobody throws a kick. <laughs> I see the clip, right? That Mello, you know, you know, Mello, you know, we know Mello. Mello ain't scared to throw no hook in the middle of a crowd. No. <laughs> So Thomas, he, after taking off for the second time, trying to get LeBron, they finally get him towards the tunnel. And then, like, he takes off down the tunnel. Like, like oh, shit, he's about to come around the whole other side. <laughs> and Melo's like, oh, no, he ain't coming over here. Now he in the bench area. I'm going to swing on him for real. <laughs> Melo is the one that is about it. The only one that's really about it. Everyone else, uh, Davis, no. We've seen Russ hands. It ain't it. And LeBron, the the innocent. I it was I was going for the rebound. What the whole time when dudes trying to fight him. Hey bro, I was just going for the rebound. Bro, LeBron, you were like four boxes down. Exactly. You, you ain't getting box. no fucking rebound. <laughs> oh man. 
LeBron, LeBron might LeBron might as well be like in the backcourt where the point guard stands for how nervous I am about him getting rebounds. <laughs> Down 10, that's insane. Insane uh frustration file. Watch your goddamn elbows. And the NBA, come on, bro. Really? You would have given Thomas more if you was going to give LeBron that. I wanted the one game or three games to ten games. They, they were going to do that. They really were. But because it was LeBron, it was one and two. NBA, I think you're the only one that's scared of LeBron. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. <laughs> My name is Angel. I am with the wonderful host, Jay, and LeBron is a sassy B-word. Bro, I can't talk about this shit. I got other shit on my mind. I can't talk about LeBron being a bitch. (laughs) I got too many other things pissing me off right now. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk some football. You're guaranteed. This is like kind of a lazy take. Uh but I feel like uh, Thursday night games were so made fun of for so long that this year I feel like is the first year where we've gotten some really good Thursday night games. Yeah. How the fuck are we still watching the Lions and the Cowboys every Thanksgiving? Looking at that graphic, bro, looking at that graphic with Andy Dalton and Tim Boyle on it made me throw up in my mouth like i am like don't get me wrong like thanksgiving is great i love a good meal but like i'm out of my house i love my house i'm I'm making a lot of small talk i gotta talk about my job a bunch of times like you need to give me football like good football that i can sit and watch and have something to talk about that's not when i'm gonna have children and what i do for a living and how about that weather and Joe fucking Biden? Like you need to give me something. And I don't know if I could sit down and watch the Bears and the Lions, Dalton versus Boyle, and actually pay attention. And guess what? That might not be the worst game on Thursday. What would be the worst game on Thursday? Uh, Dallas is playing a team they're just going to roll over. The Raiders? I mean, that'll be – I mean, it could be okay. It could not be okay. Right. I think it's – I here's the thing. I just think it's going to be boring. I don't think it's going to – CD's on a concussion protocol and, and Amari Cooper's out. Bro, that's what I was going to say. Because here – we can talk – we're going to talk uh, last week, week 11, uh, 
later in the show. But the Dallas Cowboys, without their starting two receivers, are so boring. They're so boring. Yes, they're really, like, really boring. They are, they are so hard to watch. They're literally less exciting than the Patriots, and the Patriots run the ball 70% of the time. Like, it, they're, they're boring. They're so yep. boring. And then the game they're giving us, like, the, the amazing free game they're giving us is Buffalo and New Orleans. I got to watch Trevor Simeon probably get routed by Buffalo. Maybe. Depending exactly. on which Bills team shows up. But either exactly. way, but either way, I'm watching Trevor Simeon. And I get it. Like, it was supposed to be Jameis, but does that make it better? No, it's the problem is that you have that tradition. And they always throw you that third game for, you know, pretty much for the NFL to get their ratings up that night. But unfortunately, it's not good. That's the problem. You Jameson, you Kamara, can't give me like a LA Chargers. They were all supposed to play. They're all out. You can't give me like a Chargers Chiefs. That would be fantastic, but like you can't give me a good game. And again, like no offense to Detroit, but until they make the playoffs, flex them the fuck out. <laughs> like how's that? Like how's that? Like it's not. It doesn't matter if it's tradition. If fucking Detroit fans don't even want to be there. That's true. Like, that's going to be a half-ass empty stadium. And, like... It always is on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Again, like, it's tradition. So, like, they did this... They set this schedule before it was supposed to be Goff versus Fields. It was going to be, like, QB, TB, to be named later versus, uh, like, Goff and Andy Dalton to begin with. Still not an amazing game. Like, neither of those teams were going to be in the playoff hunt. (laughs) <laughs> maybe one of them, but probably not like absolute trash. Like I don't, I don't even, this game could be exciting though. You can see the lions get their first win. That's what you're cheering for. I'm betting. Yeah. I'm betting the lions because I'm hedging my bet that their first win will be against the Falcons, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it, it could be interesting, especially if the, uh, Cowboys Raiders game. The only interesting but, thing about the Lions game is if the Lions win, does Nat, Matt Nagy have to take an Uber home? Like that's literally the only like that's the only thing. Hey, it, there's a lot of rumors saying that uh, this is his last Thanksgiving. So as yeah. a coach forever, yeah, <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. Like the old, like I'm starting Darnell Mooney. That's like the only thing I give a shit about. Start. I'm I'm doing that just to feel something, Angel. Just to feel anything. <laughs> oh man. Hey, listen. I I don't see a future where they're putting like the Super Bowl rematch on Thanksgiving because it's always a short week. Like you're just putting random games in there real quick. But again, keeping like, a tradition and that's it. But at the same time, like imagine if the NBA did that on Christmas Day. It's the same concept. The NBA constantly gives us a good product. Why can't the NFL? Why can't we get? I mean, like, are you kidding me? You can't give me like Tom goes back to New England on Thanksgiving. 
them is the yeah. Like, that would overshadow the shit out of all the other games, though. Good, it's bro. <laughs> if it, if there's a streaker in the in one of the games, it'll over it'll overshadow all the football because it'll be more interesting than what's on the field. Yeah, I you know what I would have taken Browns Chiefs, like you said, New England Bucks, and. What would be the next third best matchup for oh, Thanksgiving this year? Fuck it. Give me Viking Packers. <laughs> ah, there you go. Right? Keep, it, yeah. in the end of, keep it in the NFC North. <laughs> Just like split time. Like one of you, one of you four are going to play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like that would be an infinitely better game. Give me like I would have rather watched like, I don't know, Brown Bengals Ravens. Like that's a good one. I can think of so many better like these games well, would not be if you gave me like a list of every single possible games game on the schedule this season. These three matchups would not be in my top 75%. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. But I get you. But do you really want to see the Ravens and the Steelers, like, fight on the field on Thanksgiving. Do you really want to see that? You don't want to see that. Family's watching. The most Bro, ratings they ever get. Like, the, on Christmas Eve, like, like, I think maybe two or three years ago, they played, like, a, just a free UFC card on Fox. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the headliner was, like, Korean Zombie versus Cub Swanson. Yep. I would rather watch that than any of these <laughs> games. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about now. Give me, like, a free card full of, like, semi-decent fighters, and I would rather watch that than these games. That's that's awful. They're, not, they're the, not that bad. Bro, I get they make the schedule before the season started, but, like, if these teams were as good as they could be, because I don't think the Bears or the Lions were going to be, like, 12 or what? what's is week 12 now. Yeah. Uh, these teams are not going to be like eight and four teams, eight and three teams. Like none of them were. Like this was not a great schedule to begin with, and yeah. the injuries made it worse. Like you knew before you made the schedule, Drew Brees was not going to be a New Orleans Saint. He had already right. retired. Like you were going to either start Jason, Jameis, or Taysom. Like that was never going to be a good game. You knew it was going to be Jared Goff. You knew it was going to be Andy Dalton or a draft pick. You knew it was going to be Derek Carr. Like, maybe the Raiders-Cowboys was going to be interesting, but bro, it's <laughs> Cowboys sorry. minus eight. It's an eight-point spread. I'm just laughing because you're like, you knew it was going to be either Winston or Hill, but you got Simeon. <laughs> yeah. And somehow it got worse. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. This is this is legitimately like the NFL has like all these fucking commercials like football is family. This is this is a this is a this is a prank by the NFL to make you talk to your fucking family. (laughs) Oh goodness gracious. You said the Cowboys are minus eight? That's awful. (laughs) Yeah. And again, like I, I enjoy spending time with my family but I don't enjoy undivided time with my family. Give me something else to look at. Give me something to talk about. I can't talk about the fucking Vikings for two hours. I'll, I will, I will just 
walk outside and never come back. What are you talking about? You mean the hottest team in the NFL right now, the Minnesota Vikings, beating the Chargers, then beating the Packers, having the best wide receiver duo in the NFL right now? You mean those Vikings? You don't want to talk about them for two hours? They have a top three wide receiver, and then they have a top 50 wide receiver. Congratulations. They have beaten an average Charger, like a like a grossly average Chargers team, like grossly average Chargers team, and they – they got a, a decent win against Green Bay that the entire time felt like if Aaron Rodgers wanted to play better, he could just shred this Vikings defense whenever he wanted, he wanted to, to play better. He didn't, though. And I guess stepped on, you know? Give him a couple oh, weeks. Yeah. I, I would put my house on the Packers beating the Vikings at Lambeau. I mean, I won't because I'm not that liquid, but I would. I would, yes, I would put my pink slip on the same thing, too, because at that point, you know, you could be fighting for the division, but we won't get ahead of ourselves. Let's see how that goes. But right now, their schedule is tough. Their next game again is against the 49ers, and that's ugly, but what a great game. You can't lie that this was a great game by the Minnesota Vikings. They played it very well. Kirk Cousins got the job done. Still don't know how that wasn't a pick. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I can't. I mean, home cooking's good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I got him in the game. I got him to win. But a field goal, like always, this team just can't blow anyone out. I don't know how that's going to work in the playoffs when you need to score a lot of points, but it won't historically. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And then who else? Hey, who else? The Kansas City Chiefs. We got our swagger back. We got our swagger back. Yeah. I mean. We back in the best way. What a great win. You know why this is a great win? Okay. You know why? No, 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 no. Let me tell you why this is a great win. The defense got it done. The defense played well. Come on, son. Come, I'm telling you. Look at it. Look, why, did, did you watch the game? I that defense got a whole lot better when CD went out. CD went out at like the third quarter. Nah. CD didn't do anything. He got me four points. What are you talking about? I'm, Dad I'm, didn't play well. Zeke didn't play well. They shut this thing down. Was the moment too big for Dak? Yes, the fuck it was. He was not ready for this matchup, and it showed. Oh, man, I'll say this. Like I said before, take nothing away from the Chiefs. It was a good win. We said that this was going to be a season. Like, It's not a season-making when there's still work to be done if you're Kansas City because you need to win that division. But it puts, you in a, it puts you in a good spot to do it. Uh, it, it is a, a resume team to beat because I do think the Cowboys are going to be contenders in the East and they are a playoff team. But yep. my Lord, was that a boring game by the Dallas Cowboys and they could not get anything done. Now, how much of that are you going to put on the Chiefs? How much are you going to put that on the Cowboys and injuries? I don't know. I don't know. They got They were missing their left tackle and it showed. 
they got absolutely victimized. The game that you're paying Chris Jones to have, he finally fucking had. Now, hopefully he can go against – do that against better left tackles. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think that was a good win for the Chiefs. To it's, me, it was not a statement win, but it was a good win. Our pressure went up 33% on quarterbacks. 33%. You can only thank one person only. Yeah, the, the trade for Melvin Ingram. No, the trade for Melvin Left tackle. There is no, there's a lot left tackle of for the Dallas now. Cowboys who is in the walking boot. In the last two weeks, our pressure has went up and our defense is now playing great now that the pressure on the quarterback is finally happening. The Chiefs are back in the best way. Now, like you said, they got a battle hard in this division, but I think going forward, I don't see them losing the game. I think they will tough it out through all these uh, games and win at the end. Patrick just needs to – the Chiefs need to play as other teams are going to play that. Go for it on fourth and four. Play, play like you're going to use that fourth and four. So if it's third and eight, run the ball and then play out in the fourth down. Because all these guys are going to play desperate against you, and the Chiefs need to play the same way. But it's a great win, and they get a bye week. They get to rest up. Clyde Edwards is back in the best way. It's great. We're back. All that hate, all that, are the Chiefs gone? The Chiefs don't got it. There's no running it back. I don't know, man. We're spicy. But okay. okay. Real quick, I got I want to run through the standings with you. And I want you to pick out who is done. Early, middle of the season, who is officially out of the playoffs, even with their record being what it is. We're gonna go through it real quick. On the AFC side. Real quick, who's in the playoffs? Titans, Ravens, Patriots, <laughs> Chiefs, Bengals, Chargers, Bills. That is your playoffs. On the bubble, we have the Steelers, 5-4-1. The Colts, 6-5. and five. The Browns, 6-5. and five. The Raiders, 5-5. Five and five. The Broncos, 5-5. Five and five. And the Dolphins, four and seven. Now, I'm going to eliminate the Texas, Jags, and Jets that are two and six. They don't even need to be questioned here. Zach Wilson's back, though. Yeah, coming back for his uh, rookie of the year trophy. Here he comes. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Wilson's like, thank God they started playing bad. I got to get back in here before one of them starts playing well. (laughs) Joe Flacco's out because he was close to someone with COVID. So they have to put Zach in. <laughs> it wasn't a choice. But now, the list that I just gave you, the Steelers. Nope. Will they find a way to get into the wild card? Absolutely not. They are not good enough where they need to be. And where they need to be is quarterback. I think, I think injured Baker Mayfield at this point might be better than regular Big Bad. Yes. I think 
fuck. I mean, you look at those teams, like I think Case Keenum might be able to take the Steelers to the playoffs better than Big Ben. I just have no faith in a quarterback with no mobility, and the weather's been nice. The Patriots yeah. are going to be the number one seed in the AFC. Because, and here's the thing. They're only going to get better, dude. They play a versatile, shut-down defense. And here's why I bring this up. They play a game, a running st- uh, offensive style, that they can dominate teams in the cold. When it gets snowy, when it gets cold, when it gets shitty, do you really want to go against Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson and that offensive line? That is where I think Mac is truly tested. Can Mac really deliver in the cold weather? Tom was great, also from Michigan. Your boy is a Bama product. That is your biggest question with this rookie right now, and that could be the downfall if he cannot figure it out his rookie season. I'm not saying he won't figure it out because it gets figured out, but in the cold, and it gets cold, and windy as shit in Gillette, especially in the playoffs. Eight for six, 156 yards, a touchdown. That's Mac Jones' playoff line in a way. <laughs> it better be a fucking blizzard. Because here's the thing, man, I they're winning without pushing the ball downfield. Like if he can hit two deep passes a game over 20 yards, like I just I just don't see a team stopping them. And I think they sweep the Bills. I think they beat the Bills twice. Shit. Oh, I'm running out of doubt. Because the Bills are weak exactly where the Patriots are strong. They Do you put a lock run... on that? Huh? Do you put a lock on that? Yeah. Because here's – I mean, again, I, it, is a, it is a very cheap lock because, <laughs> like you, like you, I, I agree. Mac Jones has not had to play in very much inclement weather. He played really well, though, against Tampa Bay in the rainstorm. So that gives me hope. That makes me think he might have it. It's rain. And again, he doesn't need to throw that many times. If if I thought that Mac Jones had to throw 36 times in the, in the in the snow to win the game, I would maybe question a little bit. But I'm telling you, man, if he throws it 15 times, I'll be surprised. That'll be a lot. And I think six of those will be screen passes. Okay. You're in the cold. Anyway. Buffalo. But you're going against the Chargers or the Bengals. Those are throwing teams. If you go down two scores, Matt is going to have to throw the ball. I don't – first off, no, you don't because Bill's not a pussy and he understands clock management. You'd have to – like, I don't think Bill's going to deviate from a game plan like that because – why would he? And second off, man, like the way this defense is playing and how flexible they are, I think if they can get pressure with four, which they've been able to do, or three with Barmore being a beast, yeah, this secondary is a very underrated secondary. The weakest link might be Devin McCourty. I mean, it's actually Jalen Mills, but like, yes. <laughs> but I mean, J.C. Jackson, low key. Could be – I mean, he missed some time, but if he hadn't missed time, would be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. 
he is a shutdown corner. He's locking people down. And he has seven interceptions. Like, people are blowing smoke up Diggs' ass, but not only does J.C. Jackson almost have as many interceptions as he has, but he's played less games and he has less completions to receivers he's covering. He's actually shutting people down, whereas Diggs is more of a uh, – I mean, in hockey, he'd be an offensive defenseman. He's not that strong in coverage, but he's opportunistic. He knows how to get the ball. Uh, To get back to the original point – I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are not a cold weather team. I think they are going to look worse as the season goes on. And man, I don't think Big Ben wants to play in the cold. I mean, like Big Ben's gonna have to play it. Playoffs. He's already barely holding it together. <laughs> he's not gonna just call the season done. Like, oh, this team made it to the playoffs. I'm done. He's he's officially not practicing anymore. He's just playing games. Yeah, no, he's done. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But he might as well not retire in the middle of the season. That's going to look awful. I'm not Finish saying out, I'm not games. saying he knows he's done. I am saying he's done. <laughs> no, Big I mean, Ben probably thinks he can play three more years. Big Ben's like, ah, I'll beat Tom. I'll, I'll, Tom will retire before I do. No, no he won't. Shit. No, he won't. He can still do yoga. Someone ties your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're officially playing the Steelers. Out of the playoffs. I think, uh, like, again, sounds crazy, but I think they finished fourth in the division. I can see that happening. All right. Next team on the bubble, the Indianapolis Colts. Do they sneak into the playoffs? Yes, they do. Man, oh, man. Like, so how do we, how do we, who do we pin the success of the Indianapolis Colts. We can't give it to Wentz, right? No, it's Frank Reich or whoever's calling their plays because they're actually doing a good job of not to keep like blowing smoke up New England's ass, but they know what they need to do to win with Carson Wentz. And And Carson is doing it. It's for different reasons than they're doing it with Mac Jones, but they are running the ball very well with maybe a top what a, you would you say top three offensive line of football absolutely yeah top three offensive line of football and they have a guy in Michael Pittman who is coming on as a true number one receiver and in that weak ass division that is all you need week 15 New England Patriots go to Indianapolis that is going to be a massive massive benchmark game for both of these teams and the Colts need to perform well. And I mean, it'll be interesting to see how the Patriots attack them, especially indoors. Uh, Because I I think truly that is going to be the difference maker. I think Indianapolis outdoors, man, I know Carson Wentz played in Philly, but he didn't play well in Philly. He didn't, but he's doing, enough to win games now he really is playing a really good type of football but with Jonathan Taylor it's give it to him I said it last week that they made a comment saying they're going to give him the ball more and we both made him player of the week there it is he destroyed this team five touchdowns on the ground four touchdowns on the ground one in the air 
he is the best running back in the game. And if he stays healthy and keeps doing it, he will carry this team into the playoffs. And if you're talking about cold, yeah. he's nah, not, not cold for him. It's a running game. A running uh, game doesn't, doesn't matter about the snow. Carson Wentz, that game against the Bills. Do you want to call him out? How many, how many, uh, how many passes did he complete? Let's go go with 16. 11. Close. Right. 11 for 20, 106 <laughs> yards, and a touchdown. Above 50%. 80, Above 50%. 86.7 QBR. So, Jeez. I mean, you could say he's getting it done, but he is getting it done with a three-step drop, and that three-step drop is handing it off to John Jonathan Taylor. So, yeah, I mean, as long as that works, the question is going to be, if a team in the AFC, like New England or – but I mean, uh, Cleveland, I mean, you're lucky because defensive lines in the AFC are not as strong, I would say, as the NFC. But if a team fully commits to blitzing and shutting down the run, 80% of their snaps can Carson Wentz win you a football game in December, in January? Yes. It'll be ugly. But he would well, open it up just enough to where Jonathan Taylor can run the ball. That's the thing. He has never done it before. I mean, no, he has not because he's been injured. But here's this time to shine. If not, who's the backup just in case he gets hurt week 17? Uh, <laughs> Eason, right? Yeah. No, or didn't they he go trade to, him? They traded him no, to Seattle. No, he got picked up off waivers. And he's in Seattle. Who is there? Oh, the rookie. Uh, Is it Ellinger from Texas? There you go, Ellinger. So, Ellinger to run you the playoffs. Who, I mean, I I don't I didn't think Ellinger was awful. There you go, the shoulder shrug. He's a a rookie from Texas, and you're going to send him to New England, potentially. And the ball off 45 times. I think he got it. (laughs) I mean... Bro, I could win some of these games handing it off that much. <laughs> All right. Next game or next team is the Cleveland Browns. They're at six and five, the same um, record as the Colts. Cha-ching. Uh, I say yes on Cleveland, but I. Uh, I will. I reserve the right to change that after week fourteen. I think the away, home and away, home and away with a bye against Baltimore will tell you everything you need to know. If they don't split and it's not close uh, in the game they lose, I think it's done. I don't think Case Keenum wins you enough games to get in. I think you need Baker Mayfield to play. So. Give him a banged up game, a bye week to rest, and another game. And if he doesn't look good in that week 14 game, I don't know. I, I think you might pull the plug. But right now, I'm choosing to go off of when they boat race the Bengals, not when, I mean, Belichick at home is tough either way, especially when you're missing your two running backs. The Detroit game. 
I mean, you're going to chalk it up to injuries, but if he still looks that injured against Baltimore, it's done. Yeah. I'm counting on a bounce back game from Baker. If I don't get it, I'm prepared to cancel that. Try again yeah, no. next year. I don't think the Browns are going to make it solely for the fact of that weird stretch of playing the Ravens twice. The Ravens are playing really good football right now, even with them playing with um, Jackson sick, which is very weird. Like I want to, I want to look into that and talk about that because he's been he's done that multiple times where he's been sick, non COVID, and he just misses practices and now he's missed the game because of it. But to be fair, if they split with the Ravens, if they split with the Ravens, that's seven and five or seven and six, uh, and then you go. Uh, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. I mean, you can easily take three out of four there. If you take three out of four, you're not a great team, but you're 10 and eight, 10 and seven, 10 and seven, 10 and seven, 10 and seven makes playoffs in the AFC. Huh? I don't know. We'll see. We'll really, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they, hit a really weird stretch where they lost too many games there and they're going to have to battle back and yeah, they're going to win against the Steelers. But if you don't take one from the Ravens, you're done. Like you said, if you look like you did in week nine, you'll be okay. If you look like you did last week, you're fucked. And you just can't guarantee what team is going to go out there each week. Honestly, I mean, it's up and down every week. The play calling has been up and down, but I mean, good Baker wins four out of the next six. The Baker we saw against the Lions goes two and four. So it's a big, big switch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next team is the Las Vegas Raiders. They're at five and five. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't think they have it. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, maybe it's the interim coach. I just – I think they're on the downswing. And, I mean, granted, they play Cleveland. Uh, they got a dub there. I'm just looking at their schedule right now. It's – I mean, at Browns, at Chiefs, versus Washington, at the Cowboys – on Thursday at the Colts versus the Chargers, they just have a tough schedule of teams yeah. that are all in the hunt. There is not – they do not have an easy game left. Their easiest game is home against the Broncos, and the Broncos might actually have something to prove. Yeah. Um, I do not see the Raiders making it out of here. Uh, missing too many pieces. I mean, as sad as that sounds, you know the pieces that I'm missing, you know. But those pieces were major two first-round picks that were influential to your team on both sides of the ball, and you're missing them, and you haven't replaced them. So, um, yeah, no. Raiders are out. Um, next team, you just mentioned them, the Denver Broncos. They are 5-5. Five and five. Um, I believe they just came off their bye. And they have a game where they need to win this one. Nah. They need no. I don't think they do it. I mean, you did trade one of your keystone pieces on defense that you know 
got pancaked by Kittle, but maybe that team has a breath of fresh air and is that Cinderella team that can run it. I mean, Teddy's a game manager. He gets the ball to these receivers that could do something, get some yak yards. They might, they might make a little bit of noise. Next week, hey, you got uh, you got the Chargers. You beat the Chargers and you take their spot in the wild card. Uh, Broncos went three wins to start the season against three bad teams, four yep. losses against division teams, two wins against decent teams, and then they just got blown out by the Eagles. Uh, man, I don't know. Again, this is another one where they're just – they play the Chiefs and Chargers twice to end the year. Yeah, no. That's – I like no offense. Like, do I think that they can upset one of those four games? Absolutely. Like they've shown that they can be selectively a really fucking good team, but they need to do it consistently. And the only thing Teddy Bridgewater has consistently been is average, average to mediocre. I think Javante Williams is a fucking great running back. They can't get him going consistently. They can, they insist on splitting time. Thank God they cut Phil Lindsay. I think they traded him, didn't they? To Houston. Oh, they cut him. Shit. Uh, and he just got cut again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like Sutton just extended him. What six years? Four years or six years? They extended Three, him to a long-term deal. Good. But guess what? I have him in fantasy. Teddy, you haven't been able to get him the ball. And I don't know if it's an arm strength thing. Uh, here's my hot take. Ready? Ready? Teddy Bridgewater does not start every game for the Broncos the rest of the season. Wow. I think I think Drew Locke at one point is going to step in to start one of these games because you got to see what you have. He's got a fifth-year option coming up. Teddy Bridgewater is not losing you games, but he's not winning you games either. You are in purgatory. He is a Kirk Cousins with less arm strength. <laughs> There it is. And here's the thing. Like, he's a nice dude. He's a good dude. He takes care of the ball. He's got, what, 14 touchdowns this year. But he's also got a QBR of 50, which means he's taking care of the ball, but he's being a real pussy about it. Yeah. That's always been Teddy Bridgewater's thing. He's not going to fit it in the tight window. And when he does, he's so uncomfortable, it's late. Yep. He is a PG quarterback. In a league that's rated R. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm on fire tonight, dude. I don't know about you. I'm on fire. Dude, in the notes. <laughs> dude, Ted, Ted, Teddy ain't it. That's all I'm saying. Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> is throwing incomplete pass and going, oh, fudge. Can't believe I beefed that one. Nah, Teddy. Nah. All right. Like, Bro- get me. What, what's that? Is that young Jeezy I hear? Get Drew Lock in this game. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll put the clip like, in too. We'll put the music behind it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Broncos are out. I agree with you there. Um, and the next game, next team, I think is pretty easy, but it's it's interesting if the quarterback really gets it together. And it's the Miami Dolphins. 
four and seven. They have the longest shot at the moment right now to make it into the playoffs. They cannot miss a game. <laughs> no. No, they, they can't miss a game, and they're going to miss at least one game. <laughs> they because, might miss a few. Because, and, and you know what, here's the thing, even if they pull it together, they end the season against New England. And quite frankly, you have to jump Buffalo to get in. Yeah, no. That's Granted, not. they could do it. I mean, yeah, uh, they yeah. can't. They can't. That's why I mentioned they, it. They will be able to get close because they can beat the Giants. They can beat the Panthers. They can beat the Jets. But they end the season with at the Saints, at the Titans, home against the Patriots. I think they at least lose those three, and I don't think seven and ten gets you in. They pretty much have to win out. They have to go ten and seven. They have to win out, and I don't think they can do it. Um, I mean. Unless the Patriots and the Titans have it wrapped up and they bench a lot of people, I don't think they can do it. And I think this is the end of Tua, who has a higher QBR this season than Teddy Bridgewater. If the Saints might not be in position at that time to do anything. They might lose some games here and there. So Miami could be on a hot streak enough to beat the Saints. The Titans play at the Titans weird at the Saints. They play weird, stupid games that Titans just lose because they just they just lose. They did it last week. And then they win like four or five games and then they'll do it again against Miami or something like that. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm still might be team. back though. Henry might be they, back by that game. They will be dumb if they play him any regular season game. You oh, are only I playing him game one. Completely disagree. You're only playing him game no, one. Unless no. you need unless you need a game to make it into the playoffs, no, you do not run him into the no, first game. You need you need to get him some real reps. You need to get him a preseason. You put him on a count, but you gotta give him 10 carries. You got to. You I do think Derrick Henry win. doesn't need that. I think Derrick Henry just – he will, like all games, he will start slow and then he will pick it the fuck up like he always does. Don't risk it unless he's 100% week 16 and then you play him a couple weeks 17. Only if he's 100% by week 16, and I don't think that happens. But, yeah. Both of us say Dolphins out. Yeah, Dolphins out. No, I, again, dolphins out. again, maybe if Buffalo was worse, I I just – you know what? If they had to win five out of six, I'd be like maybe. But they've got to win six out of six. And I yeah. think the Patriots' backups beat them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So – you have right now the Colts and the Browns in. Theoretically, yes. Theoretically. I'm going to give you the three wild card teams. We're not going to talk division. I'll just give you three wild card teams. Who's out if you put those two in? Bengals, Chargers, Bills. Bills. Bills out. Ah, Chargers. Chargers out. So Chargers out. And then who's in? Bengals or Bills? 
Uh, I go Bengals. All right, so you'll have Bengals, Colts, Browns. In. I think the I think the Bengals have an easier back end of the schedule. Uh, it'll be interesting though, because I, I I do think that there is a chance that weeks eighteen, Bengals, Browns might be for a playoff spot. That could definitely that could definitely be it, hundred um, percent. For me, I would put Bengals. Bills and the Colts. I think the Chargers miss it. Um, and the Browns miss it for sure. Too banged up, man. Okay. If he was healthy, he'd be this would be no question. Let me let me see in three weeks. I, <laughs> I, I could see it, but again, I don't I don't I don't bet against a team that's got this much talent. Again, when they've looked good, they've been really good. And if that offensive line and those running backs are healthy, they have a shot against any team in the league. Except for maybe the Patriots. <laughs> They're the best team in the league in your eyes right now. That's just weird. <laughs> it's right. so nice, dude. Last season was, was kind of weird. Thank God Tom Brady kind of was a nice little bridge. Patriots are back now. Oh, my goodness. Patriots, All right. Bucks, Super Bowl. Can you imagine how relentless I would be? We would take a two-week break for that's like fly to South America and like take an ayahuasca trip during the Super Bowl, just so I could contact you. <laughs> Moving on to the NFC. Right now in the playoffs, if it ended today, you have the Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys. And in the wild card, you got the Rams, Vikings, and the Saints. On the bubble, you have the five and five 49ers. Now, granted, Vikings and Saints are also five and five, but 49ers, five and five. The could Eagles have the, could have the tiebreaker. Yes. The Eagles, five and six. The Panthers, five and six. Then you have the Washington football team four and six the falcons four and six and to round it off at the bottom you have the bears three and seven and the seattle seahawks three and seven now we're not going to talk about the lions obviously i didn't even write them down oh eight and one but now looking at this right now going off the number one team missing the playoffs, the 49ers. Will they fix it, get healthy, and make the playoffs? I mean, I texted you uh, this weekend. George Kittle makes that team work. Jimmy G is a completely different quarterback with him. And Absolutely. If they can find a way to strategically work in Trey Lance to give another look. Uh, I think this offense can be really potent. They're starting to get healthy and running at the running back position. I picked up Trey Sermon today. There you go. Just free, just free on waivers. I think uh, I think they can be a good team. I think if they beat the Vikings this week, they are in the driver's seat, and I could definitely see them making a run at the playoffs again you got to look when they have lost games they have been very banged up 
And even when they're banged up, beat the Cardinals with a backup quarterback or almost beat the Cardinals with a backup quarterback. Like they've been a very good team with, you know, a lot of injuries to really good players. Uh, yeah. Kept it lost by two to Green Bay. Uh, lost a close one to the Cardinals. They beat the Rams and they look really good. They're trending in the right direction. Beating the Rams, beating the Jaguars, they put up 30 points in both games. Yeah, it's the Jaguars, what the fuck ever. But right. they are, they're <laughs> trending in the right direction. Uh, they play Texans, they play Atlanta, they play Cincinnati, and they play Seattle. All very winnable games. If they beat the Vikings and go six and five, there's a chance they could win 11 games this season. And if the Rams trend the way they've been trending and San Francisco trends the way they've been trending, guess what? 3.30, January 9th, 2022, week 18, L.A. SoFi Stadium, Niners, Rams might be for a playoff spot. That will be beautiful football. Beautiful football. I absolutely agree with you. I think the 49ers make it. If you can get Browns Bengals at noon and Niners Rams at three o'clock, that would be a best case scenario in a league where week 18 or week the last week of the season has been kind of shitty the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. That would be very interesting. I hope I'm sure they'll figure it out. Teams will be in and out. I mean, I mean, we'll see. Week 18, there's a lot of good games in there divisionally that could cost, you know, could cost you the win, cost you the playoffs, can't cost you the playoffs. And honestly, we'll see how that shit goes. And honestly, maybe not the best receiver, but definitely a weapon. Welcome to the NFL, Debo Samuel. What might, a, might what be, an elite they, weapon. Bro, they went to a Super Bowl. Debo might be playing the best ball of his career. And he might be playing the best that any 49ers wide receiver has played since Terrell Owens. I, I messaged you. Should they use Debo Samuels like Cordell Patterson more? They give him two plays, he scores on them. Bro, if they play, if they start playing him more like Cordell Patterson, and can find some sort of way to involve Trey Lance in this offense. Man, they like a coach like Kyle Shanahan could do a lot with that. And I'll tell you what, when you got a defense like the the Los Angeles Rams, having a guy you can move around like Debo Samuel like that could be an absolute game changer for them. All right, I got a Taylor Fade for you for the 49ers. Let's hear it. Taylor Fade, the resurgence of Brandon Ayuk. Will he finally get his shit together and be that number two receiver he was supposed to be? He was supposed to be the number one receiver as Debo gets his shit together. Will he get it together for this team? He scored in the last two games, but he's only had under 40 yards. Man, that's tough. Like, honestly, I say no, and I think it's more just because of Jimmy Garoppolo and how much they need to get the ball to Greg Kittle. Like, they're yeah, still yeah. not they're still not a pass first offense. 
They're a scheme offense that's going to do a lot more. They're going to look more like the Ravens than even like the Patriots or the Packers or the Buccaneers. They're going to look more like, you know, that option wishbone, like motion, Mm -hmm. like they just do more gimmicky stuff. And I don't think that lends itself well to a receiver like Brandon Ayuk. I think he's more of a traditional number two. I think if you put him on a team like the Vikings or you put him in a scheme like they run in Tampa Bay or Buffalo or L.A. Chargers, uh, he would have a much better chance. He'd perform yeah. a lot better. I get you. So I'm going to fade so for, that. 49ers in. Yeah, I'm going 49ers in. All right. Next team, you have the Philadelphia Eagles sitting at five and six. Are they in or are they out? I want to say in just because I love the way Jalen Hurts has been playing. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, if you look at the numbers, Jalen Hurts has been putting up better numbers through his first whatever many games than uh, Lamar Jackson did. The difference is he just doesn't have the people around him to get it done. But they're looking better. And honestly, specifically what's hurting them is defense. They just yeah. haven't been able to get it together defensively to give him help because that's not an offense where you can count on them scoring 30 points a game. No. And they've always been a good team defensively. Just this year, they've just been downhill with that. I, I don't mean, know what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, if you look at their losses, though, Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, Buccaneers, Raiders, Chargers. It's not like they've lost to bad teams. Saints, Broncos, Lions, Panthers, Falcons, they've won all those games. So they're beating bad teams. They're losing to good teams. Lucky for them, they're in the NFC East. So they play the Giants, the Jets, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Washington football team, and end the season with the Cowboys. They could legitimately (laughs) win out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Run that schedule by me one more time. At the Giants next week, just fired their coach. Yep. At the Jets, probably should fire their coach, but you're going to get Zach Wilson. Yep. Uh, Washington football team. Well, they've been playing decent. They've been playing decent, but I'm waiting for – it's kind of like Tannehill. I'm waiting for the Heineke we know and love to come back. Like when yep. James plays – like. <laughs> When Jameis plays too many good games, I'm betting Jameis over interceptions every time. <laughs> like, this is suspicious. This can't go on. Uh, <laughs> then back to the Giants. Again, at this point, they might be on their third head coach this season. <laughs> like, Daniel Jones might be benched. Saquon's probably going to be holding out. Like, not great. No. Kenny Galladay's still looking for his second touchdown of the season. Then – Back to the Washington football team, and yep. then the Cowboys to end the season. Maybe the weakest end of the season, like schedule that you'll get. And that Cowboys game, I mean, again, if uh, if Philadelphia wins out, that'll be Cowboys will be playing people. But if Dallas plays well, the back end of the season, they could legitimately be sitting Zeke and Dak. Yeah, that Definitely. could end up being a super easy game. And if that's the case, guess what? You just rattle off six in a row, and you are 
in the playoffs. 11 and or 12 and 6. 11 and 12 6. And, 12 and 6. Oh, 11 and 6. Sorry. 11 and 6 makes you the playoffs for sure. Yeah, 17 games. Yep, I'm thinking yep. 18. Yep. 11 and 6, I think that gets you in. There you go. I mean, that's not bad. They just can't lose a dummy game for no reason. No, and that's that's been their that's been the one thing they've been doing well. They just need to keep doing well. Right. All right. Next team is the Carolina Panthers. Cam is back. Uh, I think it's too big of a hole. Too big of a hole. Five and six. Yeah, I, I think if they were six and five, I would even be like, man, maybe. You know, uh, again, we talked about this as well. At the same time, I also there's a reason they moved on from Cam. Like there's there's a reason they moved on from Cam. There's a reason why. I keep waiting. Different coach, different but coach, again, different system, reason, different team. Yeah, it's a it's a new coach, a coach who relies even more on throwing the ball. And as much as I love Cam, Cam's biggest benefit to your team is running the football, running it off tackle, running it up the gut, getting those tough yards when he needs to. And, man, those just – especially when he leads with his shoulder – I can't see him in six weeks throwing the ball as good as he did last week. And he's going to need to. He's going to need to. Somehow, he is the only person who can get any sort of fucking fantasy production out of Christian McCaffrey. So, maybe. Maybe. I give him a puncher's chance. I just think there are too many teams. You play at the Bills and you play the Buccaneers twice, and I think that takes you out of it. Yeah. That definitely takes you out of it, playing the Bucks twice. Even if you play a team with – who did they put in the third – or in the fourth quarter? Who was that? Right? No. Who they uh, put in in the – Blaine Gabbert. Gabbert. Gabbert played in the fourth. Even, oh, with, even with Gabbert in the fourth or in that game, you lose it. So, I get you there. Um, next game – or next team, excuse me, the four and six – Washington football team. Two very impressive wins, and they move to play a team that is struggling. Do you give them a chance to make the playoffs? No. <laughs> no. no. Not, a, not enough. No. They're, they're too far behind at this point. No. That defense played atrocious all year, and losing Chase Young – they will continue to play bad. They're not going – they're playing good now. They're winning weird games because Heineke is playing like a true quarterback. But like you said, you're waiting for that Heineke horrible game that goes for like three weeks where he just doesn't play good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're waiting on the bad pick. I mean, Terry McLaurin is great. But, I, I mean, you also play the Eagles twice, you play the Cowboys twice. Do you think yeah. they win three out of four? No. Do you think they win one out of four? Maybe. Like, one out of Maybe. four would be good. I think four out of six is just too much. Yeah. And, and then next week on, what, the 29th? What's the 29th? Is that Saturday? Or, I mean, is that Sunday? Or is that yes. Monday? That's Sunday. 
Sunday yeah. Night Football, Russ Wilson coming to town. We'll see what type of Russell comes. I mean, that's a that's a must-win game for both teams. I think the team that loses is automatically eliminated. The team that wins could be eliminated the week after. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your next four and six team is the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Do they make the playoffs? Will they figure it out with Cordell Patterson after dropping two awful games? They didn't. They only had three points in the last two weeks. <laughs> no, dude. I mean, we're too far down the list at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're too far down the list. I think um, the the Falcons, top of the yeah. NFC is too fucking good. Yeah, I think right now we're looking at top nine teams in the NFC, and the rest are going to eventually be eliminated. The, Bears three and seven. And I mean, hey, do you give the Seahawks a fighting chance at three and seven? <laughs> who's well, coaching who's quarterback? Russ is the quarterback. And no, no, I don't. <laughs> like Russ doesn't like. Dude, Russ wants to be playing quarterback for Seattle about as much as he wanted to be at that cracking game. <laughs> oh, man. Like, here's the thing. The Seattle is going to finish last in their division, and they have to fire Pete Carroll. When they're officially eliminated from the playoffs, do you think they should fire Pete Carroll right then and there? Here's the thing, dude. They're going to lose to the Niners, the Rams, and the Cardinals. They're going to lose to three division teams, which would, I believe, make them – yeah, that would make them one in seven in the division this year. you got to fire somebody, and it's no secret that Russ hates Pete Carroll. So you got to pick. It's Russ or it's Pete because Russ is going to leave. Yes, 100%. He will leave. Sierra hates it anyways. <laughs> he wants to He wants to get down to Miami so bad, he's already scheduled his appointment for cornrows. <laughs> so, some girl down there is going to do it because Sierra doesn't. <laughs> Jimmy Butler and Future are about to be best friends. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Jimmy needs to take Russ under his wing if he goes to Miami. That would be the best thing ever. Russ is dropping an album then. I'm going to show you Unlimited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it's not happening. It's not happening for Seattle. And it's probably the best thing for the franchise because they're not terrible. But when you pay people how much they're paying people, you need Jamal Adams to do more. You need Russell Wilson to do more. You cannot have your entire offensive identity hinge around Chris Carson, for fuck's sake, when running backs are a dime a dozen in this league. Bill just gets them and gives them away. Rex, Bur Rex Burkhead was available. Sign Rex Burkhead. He can do everything Chris Carson can do, just a little bit worse. But, you know, Chris Carson is now out for the year, so. Yeah. Yeah, and with an injury that might cause his career. 
Honestly, that neck injury is nasty. They said. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're they are not going to make the playoffs. There is no chance. All right. So you put the uh, 49ers in and you put the Eagles in. Now just the wild card, Rams, Vikings, and the Saints. Who are your two out now that the 49ers and Eagles are in? Rams seven and three. Runs those lists by one more time. So you got the Rams, the Vikings, and the Saints that are all in the wild card position right now. I think they all You're, are out. You think all three of them are out? Yeah. So out of your list here, who are you having in? Because right now you have the 49ers and Eagles. Okay, 49ers, Eagles, and Rams. And the Rams. So the Vikings and the Saints are out. Out. Fuck them. That's why. You are, you are absolutely ridiculous. But I'm only putting the 49ers in, and they will be taking the same spot. I think the Vikings keep playing well, and the Rams, I think, won enough games to win enough games for the rest of the year to finish in the playoff spot. If not, they might be looking at a tie with the Eagles if they do not get their shit together. Right now, the Eagles have six losses in the Rams with – how bad they looked without Robert Woods. It's going to be very interesting to see if Matt Stafford can keep this team together. And I think he will. I think he can get enough wins, but yeah, the Rams Vikings and the 49ers in the playoffs for me. Vikings looking for that first round exit again, huh? You know, right now they're projected to play the uh, Bucks. So, Vikings Bucks, I'll take it right now this week. I'll take it right now this week, hundred percent. No AB, you know Gronk. I'll take Gronk. Yeah, AB will take be back right next week, though. So, yeah, I know. And guess what? Kirk Cousins is really good at dealing with pressure. Primetime games and blitzes, both types of pressure. There could just be like a nationwide outage for that game, and just like the TV doesn't cut on. That'd be great for Kirk Cousins. I'll catch it after. Kirk's gonna come out with like that big white sunscreen on his nose. Looking all Florida as hell. <laughs> all right. All right. Time for your. Picks, no oh wait, picks, no, pickums of the week. But I gotta know what's your fantasy. Money back guarantee. Fuck that one up. <laughs> well, what's your fantasy money back guarantee? Yes, sir. All right. We have some very interesting games that you hate, but hate them. <laughs> you gotta pick them. You gotta pick them for the fans out there. So. Who do you got on the very first game of the week, the most interesting game of the week, the most amazing game of the week, Bears at Lions? Tradition. That's so fucking sad. Turkey legs. Tradition. 
I have the Chicago Bears and I have Darnell Mooney because apparently Andy Dalton knows how to get him the ball. So, yes, I am betting that an Andy Dalton team is going to win a football game in the year of our Lord 2021, and I don't feel good about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I also have the Bears here. Um, the continue um, winless streak for the Lions. That continues. I'm going to pick David Montgomery, though. David Montgomery, this is the second week, fully back. And time to let the horse run. Truly, truly. Um, next game, middle game of your Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know if you're serving yourself up at 3.30, but if you're serving yourself up, you're watching the Las Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. Who you got there? Bro, with how freaking generic that Cowboys offense looked last week, do I like the Raiders plus 270? No. I don't think so either. Mm -mm. This is like one of those games where Mike gives them like a reef and it means like to score hoops or some shit. I think I and go. They're going to win by like thirty. I think I go with. <laughs> I think I go with Dallas. But man, like Thanksgiving game, I might like the plus eight for Vegas. I either way, I think this game is going to be borderline like unwatchable. It's going to be so bad. But I've already talked about that. Give me, give me the chalk. Give me the Cowboys. Give me Zeke. Because who else would it be? <laughs> Everyone's question. Michael, Michael, Michael Gallup? I don't know. He could have like a 30-point game. Fantasy-wise, but we'll see. Um, nope, I'm taking the Cowboys as well. Um, I'm going to take the Cowboys defense solely for the fact that your boy Diggs is going to get two picks. He's going to have two of them on Thanksgiving. They're going to give him the player of the game, ball, all that shit. He's going to be on TV. His boy's going to be on there. It's going to be all cute and shit, just like hard knocks. Give it to the Cowboys defense. And the last game... That's John, man. That missed the turducken. (laughs) And the last game on Thanksgiving, the cherry on top to eat your dessert, the Buffalo Bills going to New Orleans to go against Trevor Simeon and the Saints. Alvin Kamara is questionable for this game. He didn't miss last week and the week before. Just to let you know. I, I got Buffalo. I don't think they're a good team, but they're playing indoors in New Orleans, and Josh Allen is going to let it fly, and I don't think Trevor Simeon's that good. This is going to be a big, irrational confidence game for the Bills, and uh, I think they get beat, beat up pretty good the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills here as well. Um, Josh Allen. Five touchdowns. I'm calling it right now. He's going to have the biggest performance and the best performance on Thanksgiving. Crown him the Thanksgiving king because he beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, too, and it was a big game. So he's going to continue that streak. Uh, Next game on the slate, we have the Philadelphia, excuse me, the Pittsburgh Steelers 
up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Cincinnati, Jamar Chase is going to look real good in this game. You know, I'm going to pick the Bengals as well, and I'm going to keep giving it to Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon had another big game last week with two touchdowns, and the more they feed him, the more they give him the ball, defenses are slowly have to come down into the box, and that's where Joe Burrow eats. So I'm going to keep giving it to Mixon. Next game. Yeah. I have Mixon in two leagues, and I'm loving life right now. Yeah, I have... uh... I've had, uh, what you call it, um, Mixon and Chase in one league, and it's been a great one-two punch. Nice. I have Mixon and Higgins. And, ugh. It's so hit and miss with Higgins sometimes, and every time I bench him, he gets a 25-point game. It's annoying. All right. Next game, we have the Carolina Panthers going down to Miami. Big battle right here. Who wins this one? I think Carolina takes this one. Carolina takes this one. I I think if if uh, man if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, which he should, I I think this is a great game for Cam to come out in Miami. Interesting. Um, I am going to take. Um, I'm going to take Miami here. I think Tua with how he's playing and now being at home, he's going to play well. Carolina, granted, best DB room in the NFL right now, mind-wise. You know, they have some health issues, but once they get all together, yes, they're going to be great. But I'm going to give it to Miami here. I think they're going to run the ball great. And Tua and Jaden Waddle, I'm going to give it to Waddle. Waddle has been playing consistent the last two weeks. I think he has a big game against the Panthers. Yeah, I don't hate that. Jim Waddle's been great for me, too. Yeah. Uh, next game, we have the nah, we have the Philadelphia Eagles up against the New York Giants. I got Philly. I mean, New York just fired their coach, and they don't know – or their offensive coordinator. Uh, coach is not long for this world to begin with. Uh, do you know who's calling the plays now for the New York football Giants? Uh, Got to be the head coach, right? Nope. It's not Joe who's... Judge. He's a special teams guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who is it? Freddie Kitchens. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> He's back. Yep. Uh, how does he... How does he wiggle himself into these jobs? He pretty much stole the goddamn head coaching job in Cleveland. I don't know how the hell he convinced them guys. And now he's an offensive coordinator. He's in the room of, hey, man, I don't think he's doing his job. I think I can do a way better job than that. One loss, boom. Kitchens is in. No, dude. He just keeps finding idiots to work for. It's like Jason Garrett, he's not very smart. I'm going to be his offensive line coach. I'll be his quarterback's coach. Hey, man, they attract each other, I guess. Next next man us. Um, I'm going to say the Eagles as well, but I'm going to give my fantasy player to Barkley. The one game that they put him on restrictions, he found a way to get himself the same amount of points like he did against the Bucks, 10, 15 points. 
And the next game, he had a 30-point game with two touchdowns. So I'm going to give it to Barkley here. They're going to let the reins off of him. They're going to let him run on that ankle finally. But the Eagles will win this game. Bro, he was so close to hurting that ankle again. Dude, he looks – every time he gets a run, I'm, like, worried that he's just going to get hurt somehow. Because he gets hurt in, like, the weird ways. I'm telling you, man. Quads of steel. Ankles of glass. Man. <laughs> That's awful, but I get you. Um, next game, we have the Tennessee Titans going to New England. Who you got there? Bro, I'm a little bit sad here. Because the Patriots are back. How back are the Patriots, Angel? No, I don't know, man. You tell me. The Patriots are so far back that they are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Oh, God. Against the Titans? They opened up at minus three-and-a-half, and they've been bet all the way to six-and-a-half. Do you want to know what money line is on the Tennessee Titans right now? What is it? Plus 225. I'm putting a unit on that. I'm not. I'm going to – I'm not going to touch this not. game. I'm not touching it. I have – the New England Patriots, because I have Bill Belichick being smarter than Ryan Tannehill. If 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 you had a healthy Julio, AJ, and Derrick Henry, I would be, and it was still two twenty five. I'd be putting five dollars on it. But none of those things are true, so I will be. I'm picking the Patriots. I'm not betting the Patriots because this is a game where it is virtually impossible to make money. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Patriots here, and I'm definitely going to put a unit or two on the Titans because, yes, the Titans had a bad game, but they are still a very good football team on both sides of the ball, and they could make a little noise in the league, but... I'm going to take the Patriots to win it. I think they will keep rolling. As crazy as that sounds with a rookie quarterback, they'll keep rolling. Um, Going to give it to the defense. Give it to the pass defense. Had an amazing game last week. 26 points. Just winning games for people. Just phenomenal. Bro, the, uh, the last time i was rich eisen said this so i can't take credit do you know when the last time a defense picked off every single quarterback on a team's roster was no uh it was the year 2000 the starting quarterback was jim harbaugh the backup quarterback was ryan leaf there was a third string quarterback who's no longer in the league and tom brady had not thrown an nfl pass yet Oh my goodness gracious. Jeez. That's ugly, but hey. Pats finally find a way to get that record and win me a game. Thank you, Pats defense, and I will take you this week. Next week, or excuse me, next game, interesting game, rat game, trap game, Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who you got winning that game? Uh, everybody who doesn't have to watch it. 
<laughs> Bro, I, you know what, Angel? I'll give I'll I will give you some hope in your race to six. I'll take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Rosa six. I'm telling you. It's there. It's oh, coming. They just have to what win out? No, they got win for the next six. Oh, that's not bad. Here we go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm taking the Jags. I'm taking the Jags. I think the Jags uh can beat a very, very, very hopeless Falcons team, especially at home. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, can he finally have his, oh, this is why he's the first-round pick. This is why you invest this time. This is why, blah, 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 blah. Can he have that game? I'm going to count on it. I'm going to go ahead and pick him to be the player here. Player Um, Player of the game, really? Josh Allen. Because that Atlanta defense or offensive line looked so fucking bad. Awful. Atrocious. So bad. Like, I thought Matt Ryan was going to cry. I thought he might quit at halftime. Hey, man, he he was looking like it. He was screaming on the sidelines. Yeah, it is. He was upset. It is not good. I think that it is crazy that the Jacksonville Jaguars are even odds right now. I'll say that. Crazy. Next game, the Tampa Bay Bucks have to travel to Indianapolis Colts, which I think on this list could be contender for game of the week. Oh yeah. Who you got winning that one? Uh I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? I think they are finally looking somewhat healthy. Uh, They looked really good against the run, as they usually do. Uh, I think they are going to make Carson Wentz beat him with his, beat them with his arm. I don't, I think, I think I take the over here. I think I take the over 52. Uh, But I'm going to take Tampa Bay in a pickup. Uh, because uh, player of the game is going to be Antonio Brown. AB's back. AB's back. And that is a game changer. Healthy AB, healthy Gronk. Gronk was their leading receiver last week. I think that's the recipe for success. If they can shut down the run, especially after Quentin Nelson got rolled up on last week, I think Tampa Bay can pull this out. And I think this is a, a statement game for Tampa Bay considering they might not get one the rest of the year because you're going uh, – what are you doing? You're doing uh, – after this game, it's uh, Atlanta, Buffalo, New Orleans, Carolina, Jets, Carolina. Not a lot of great games there. I think if you're the Buccaneers, you're looking beat the Colts, beat the Bills, and you should be able to coast to a one yeah. seed in the NFC. So I yeah, think I think this is that. a huge game. I think this is might be, especially after last week, where they kind of dial in and start going. They're getting healthier at corner. Sean Murphy Bunting was back for the first time since week one. Jamel Dean played well. He was back. Uh, Richard Sherman can just rest up. Uh, I got the Bucks to win a close one. 
Uh, I'm going to take the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor is running the ball at a crazy clip, and they're going to keep giving them the ball. Vita Vea couldn't go last game. And um, I looked. I'm going to look tomorrow to see if he's going to practice. But if he doesn't practice, that means he doesn't really play. And that's going to be tough when you need him, especially to plug up the middle. Granted, they have a very strong front seven, but you need all your pieces to stop a running back like Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor to be a player of the game. I would love to. I would love to change it if Vita Vea gives me a green light on he's going to play because he is a true game changer in the middle. But if not, I'm going to give it to Taylor. They're going to find a way to either pitch it outside to him or some shit. Bro, do you ever wish you were like really strong? You were kind of you were kind of built like Vita Vea for a while. I was. I was just you know six inches shorter than him. Yeah, you're just a little bit stronger, you know? Yeah. Could have been you. Absolutely, especially the hair. <laughs> Next game. Uh, man, it's a fun one. I want you to bet this one just to see how it goes. Yes. New York Jets, Houston Texans. Man, uh, <laughs> What's the worst game? Atlanta Jacksonville or Jets Houston? Um, Atlanta Jacksonville because Tyrod Taylor looks like he is the man. He can win games if he just stay healthy. <laughs> in Houston only. Only in Houston. On random games. He gives you like six out of the seventeen. He's good for it. Jeez. <laughs> Who you got winning that game? Uh, fucking give me Tyrod, man. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Texans here. I'm not going. I'm I'm done dumping my money on Jets parlays, even if I give them the points. It just never works. They suck. They just suck. Even though they have great weapons, Elijah Moore is playing great. They just can't win games. Correct. And they, and now you got Zach Wilson in there. I don't think Elijah Moore is going to eat the way he's been eating with Flacco and White. I don't think it happens. I mean, he might at the end of the year, but I, I don't think that, I don't think that Zach Wilson is going to come back better than he left. No, he's still and you're missing your star running like back. Yes, absolutely. I might even take, take the over interceptions on this one. What's that? I don't know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> like that's a that's like a, a create your own stat. Like I might legitimately take like Zach Wilson over two or more interceptions. Take three and a half interceptions for the game. How about that for both? See I, I think you'll I think you'll get that. <laughs> Next game, divisional game. You have the loss. Angeles Chargers <laughs> up against the Denver Broncos. Who you got there? I got the Chargers. They need this and they need it bad. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot of running the ball. I think it's going to be Eckler and Javante Williams back and forth, back and forth. Uh, man, I think Eckler is going to continue to be a stud because. 
Yeah, I, I think uh, we're looking at a really decent sized sophomore slump out of uh, what you call it, uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, he did find a way to win against the Pittsburgh Steelers late, finding a deep bomb to Mike Williams that worked out for him. Completely F me in fantasy. Thank you, Justin. But yeah, no, I, you know, this is a toss up to me because it's in Denver and mile high. It's going to be cold. Can that team perform there? Broncos can play well, especially at home. It's going to be very, very interesting that game. I think the Broncos steal it. I really do. I think the Broncos, with, with running the ball well and Teddy doing enough to not lose you the game, I think that wins you this game against the Chargers. Take a Teddy two gloves to be the man down there. Three touchdowns for your boy. Yeah, hey, I mean, I wouldn't bet it, but good for you. <laughs> All right, next game, contender for a game of the week. You have the Minnesota Vikings headed to the Bay to go against the San Francisco 49ers. Who you got winning this game? San Francisco 49ers. Hottest team. Really? This game. Yeah, that's it. Interesting. I'm going to take the Vikings. I they're playing hot. They beat two teams, two playoff teams, two contenders, and this is the third. This is where they really, really show they're here. Minnesota was on the on the news on the sports wave all week. Like, are they are they the team to beat? Are the scariest team in the NFL? They win this one. They really, really, really put fear into guys for the rest of the season and if you have to see them in the playoffs. If they stay hot, I don't think there's any other team wants to play them. They're not going to win the division. They're going to be a wild card team. So it's going to be very interesting. And I'm going to take the Vikings. I'm going to take Cook to have a big game. Uh, I got Greg Kittle. I think the Vikings are going to be are weak in coverage in that mid, in between zone. Talked about how Kittle is going to be is a Kittle is a uh, what you call it a uh, a very the most important person on that offense, and I think it's going to show. All right, not bad there. All right, next contender of game of the week, you have the Los Angeles Rams going to the tundra. To play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, both of these teams are in a. We just lost our last game, and we got something to prove next week. Who you got winning this game? I think I have Green Bay, but it's definitely a pick 'em. Uh, man, I don't, I don't think OBJ wants any part of Lambeau Field. Uh, yeah, I mean. The biggest question is going to be, can Cooper Cup eat? If Cooper Cup can eat, that's going to be the only hope they have because I do not think that the Rams will be able to run the ball on the Packers. Uh, and I don't like Aaron Rodgers to lose twice in a row. Yeah, I don't think it happens. And this game has been circled on two calendars. 
It's, sat, it's circled on Devontae Adams' calendar, and it's also circled on Aaron Rodgers' calendar. I think they both want to find a way to expose and truly put up crazy numbers on Ramsey, and they can do that. Rodgers passed the ball to a lot of receivers last game, and it really opened up the offense where they put up 31 points. They did a great job last week. They just didn't do enough, and they won't let it happen this week. Devontae Adams has a monster game against Ramsey, and Twitter world is going to go bonkers. That is my player of the game, Devontae Adams with memes, trolls. Ramsey finally gets put in his place as a corner. First game of his career. That's what I'm calling it in the cold. It's not the first. They just don't talk about it. (laughs) I got the Packers. Next game, you have the Sunday night game. You have the Cleveland Browns up against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar still has not practiced. But he was definitely going to play this game. Come on now. Yes. I mean, that was always going to be a thing. Uh, fuck, man. That's a tough pick. Uh, I think I roll, I'm going to roll with Cleveland. Just because, again, like I, I can't bet against Baker in a fuck you game. And this is going to be the ultimate haters game. <laughs> I actually, I actually like Cleveland to win this one, and if the, like if the if Cleveland loses one of these games, I actually have them would have them winning this one and losing the one after the bye week because that's just the messed up way Cleveland goes about their business. Uh, I mean, Cleveland defense is playing really well, really well. Yeah. I think Denzel Ward is better right now than anybody that. Lamar has to throw to and Miles Garrett. I just I feel like he hates Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He hates everybody. everybody Absolutely does, but, but yeah, I yeah, give me Cleveland. True it. Give me Cleveland. Uh Lamar's rested. Lamar had a week off and he is going to jump right back in with everyone else. Marquise Brown, that's coming back as well. And he's going to rip him up. I think this is a 100-yard rushing, 300-yard passing game for Lamar. Lamar It's going to be one of those. No. It's going to be one of those. On a Sunday night, just to wrap it all up. And then, Monday night. Do they have fight in them left? Or is the so-called dynasty finally over? Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. Who you got winning there? I have to take Seattle, man. I have to. I have to take Seattle. I have to take DK. DK looked like absolute trash last week. And if, if Seattle loses this game... I will not pick them for the rest of the season. You have three big 
bold statements. I write them all down. Because at the end of the year, I'm going to be like, that was wrong. <laughs> Seahawks, no pick after loss. That is an interesting pick right there. Um, I am going to take the latter. I'm going to take the the dynasty to end in Seattle. Or the dynasty to end in Washington. Tyler Heineke has one of those. One, He's going to have one more of those. Oh, yeah, I can do it. And then he will be on the headlines Monday, Tuesday, right after this game. Or Tuesday, Wednesday, right after this game. Taking the Washington football team to win this one to, oh, man, they're coming back for another playoff spot. Go take it. Tyler to be the game. Okay. I like how I, I have Seahawks striked off when I switched there. Happens all the time. Yeah, we don't know. There we go. What do you know? All right. Time for Picks of the Week. It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The Money Back Guaranteed Picks of the Week. Jay, what do you have for me? I have the Browns plus 160. We talked about that game against Baltimore. I just, man, pissed off Baker made me so much money. I have to roll. I'm going to take Carolina Panthers uh, at Miami. (coughs) Get this spread. Carolina money line is... uh, Minus 125. I'm taking Carolina minus one point. That's the spread. And uh, it is minus 115. So you save a couple points there. And basically a pick game. Super Cam is back. Uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville Jaguars plus 100. Uh, they're even odds. And against Atlanta at home, I think you're, you're – I don't know why you wouldn't take even odds there. Uh, I'm going to take in the Tampa Bay and Colts game, Tampa Bay, Indianapolis. I'm taking the over 52. Uh, I I think there's going to be a lot of points. Buccaneers are still kind of recovering. They're getting that defense together. And it's Tom Brady, man. He's going to put up points with a full arsenal. And then I'm going Philly at the New York Giants. I'm taking Philly minus one or minus three and a half. That's minus 105. Uh, I think, again, we're looking at very favorable odds there for a uh, essentially a pick em game. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I have some Thanksgiving picks for you, and then I will drop my later picks on our social, on IG, money underscore back underscore podcast. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow us. We have all our picks on there. But for my Thanksgiving picks, I'm going to take the Bears over the Lions. I'm going to take a money line. I'm not going to risk it just in case Tim Boyle has some type of crazy game. I'm also going to take the Cowboys 
I'm going to take the spread of minus eight. I think they need this game to be a blowout. I think they need to really show that they're still the top team in the game, especially that they might be missing CD, but they have Gallup back. And I'm, yeah. Also, I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills. Actually, I'm going to take the Bills over the Saints, and I'm going to take the over on this game as well. I think it will be high scoring, um, especially that I just saw that Camara might be playing in this game. They took him out for precautionary reasons last week to ensure that he was in this game this week. So those are my picks for Thanksgiving. I want to give a happy holidays to every one of our listeners out there. Thank you for listening. Keep sharing, liking, and subscribing this podcast. Yeah, we appreciate it. Have a happy holidays. Have safe holidays. Eat a lot of food. Uh, watch some shitty-ass football, and hopefully it'll be better on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Dropping my picks on the social, so make sure you check those out, all right? Thank I'll you for set, listening. Set it up. Send them my way. Have a great one, guys. We'll see you next week for two episodes again. See you next week.